Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. I'm your host, Coach Todd Halls. I'm excited to have you here today, and I'm super excited to have uh, our guest on today and learn more about, about everything she does. Our guest today is Niaje Wallace, and she is a a, a upper limit and leadership coach, and I, I can't wait to find out what all of that means. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Niaje if you would um, give us some background and share with our guests a little bit about you. What would you like us to know? Oh, thank you so much for having me. First, I want to say I appreciate you <laughs> bringing me on your show. So I am actually a coach and certified sound therapy practitioner. So I used to have a brick and mortar business. I'll, I'll start from the beginning. I used to have a brick and mortar business. It was a dance and aerial studio. And if someone isn't familiar with aerials, it's like Cirque du Soleil, where you climb the fabric and you kind of do tricks in the air. And during that process, I realized helping my clientele was mostly women. So helping women overcome something that they didn't think they would be able to do because these were like regular women that just had regular workout regimens. And they would come to the studio and they would say, I'd love to do that, but I'm not strong enough. I'm not flexible enough. I'm not... I'm not fit enough. And these classes would actually help them gain flexibility and fitness. And when they saw that they were able to do this and they were able to perform something they didn't think they'd ever be able to do where they were in their life, I saw how it impacted every single area of life. They they showed up better in their relationships, in their business, like it trickled over into everything. So I, I realized, okay, there's something to this. When you help someone realize how powerful and amazing they are, it impacts every single area of life. So I sold that business, moved to Florida, and I started coaching. And when I was coaching, I was focusing on upper limits, helping people break through that glass ceiling, that limit that they've set for themselves of how far they can go before they self-destruct. And then I realized that it's more than just mindset. It's also healing any residual programming that we have that is causing blocks. So that's a, a long way to, to get you to where I am now. So now I'm helping people heal on a cellular level, helping people balance their chakras, helping people overcome blocks and just release pain and trauma from their body that's standing in their way of the love, the joy, and the success that they truly desire. That's incredible. Um, and it's, so your background is interesting. Um, I owned a CrossFit gym for almost seven years. And, and actually, it's what oh, cool. led me into coaching was seeing that same thing. And people would come in 
um, you know, not happy with the, the physical, whatever it was, maybe they had health problems or maybe it was an image thing, but as they started doing things with their body that they didn't think they could and, and overcoming these physical obstacles, you're right. It changed, you know, time and again, you just watch it change everything. The relationships get better. Their jobs get better. Um, the whole life's affected. And so like you, it's like, oh, it, it's, there's something much deeper going on. Um, and so to be able to unlock that uh, is, is just an mm-hmm. amazing gift. So it's super, super cool to hear that. That's how you got started. Um, Thank you. When, when you say healing, and you're in like, like who, who among us is, do you think like percentage wise is dealing with something that's hold like some, something that actually needs to be healed per se? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like everyone has something that is standing in our way. That's our journey. It's our journey to identify these things and overcome them. So it's, I have an example that I use. It's a really funny and silly example, but I think of it like the Mario brothers. So Mario brothers at the end of every level, you have to fight a monster or a machine or something challenging. And you fight that, that monster And then you get to the next level that has more coins and more flowers and more things that, you know, make you feel abundant. So at the end of that level, then you have to fight a little bit of a harder monster. And I think that that is kind of how, excuse me, how life is. We have these challenges that we overcome that unlock that next level of abundance, of joy, of of success. And sometimes people reach a level where they're like, "Mm, this is a little too challenging. So I'm just going to stay here and collect all the coins I can at this level. And they choose not to go to the next level, but there's always another level of love and joy and passion and excitement. So, so pretty much, I feel like we all have an upper limit. We all have a glass ceiling and it's up to us to decide to continue to break through and unlock that next level. Cool. So I, um, <laughs> I'm part of the John Maxwell team, and so part of you know personal uh, personal growth and development, professional growth and development are one of my one of my core values, right? And so um, to I think saying the same thing, we I think we all have unlimited potential for growth and development. Meaning, you know, we get to a point and, and it feels like man, we're there, but as we as we grow and get past that obstacle, the process of of growing to overcome that has equipped us to be able to grow more. So it's just, it just never mm-hmm. ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I love John Maxwell, by the way. So I, I've seen him speak live and he's phenomenal. I, I think at the time when I saw him speak live, he had 88 books. And one of the things he says is I have 88 books because I write every single day on my birthday. I write, if I'm sick, I write, if it's Christmas, I write, I write every single day. And that is why he has 88 books. So he's a, a really impressive guy. He is. And isn't that a great lesson for, for all of us, whether it's writing or coaching or marketing or staying fit, be consistent in it. Like, like just do the mm-hmm. thing every single day um, and and you're going to get where you want to go. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> what's the process look like? So if, if somebody comes to you, uh, like just, just walk us through that. If What's the healing process look like? How do you, how would you help me break through my glass ceiling? 
Mm, That's a great question. So I think every individual is different. But one of the things that I like to focus on is the chakras. We have seven main chakras and every chakra is related to a different area of life. So with a series of questions, I'm able to find out where you may have an energetic block and when it comes to healing, I believe that our bodies are designed to heal themselves and we store trapped emotions. So I'll give you an example. A lot of people have stuff stemming from their childhood. So I'll use myself as a, as an example. So I moved around a lot as a child in 12 years of grade school, I went to 11 different schools. So this impacted my root chakra, for example. So root chakra controls our sense of safety, safety, stability, and security. So anything pertaining to the home, feeling secure in your home. So me moving around so much caused me not to feel secure in any home environment because we were always moving. So that as an adult is something that was still lingering and stored in my body. So I had to do a lot of work, like inner work and healing work around that to feel stable from within, no matter what's going on around me and heal as in like my inner child. So my inner child felt comfortable. Does that make sense? So inner child work is a big thing. And that little part inside of us that is still impacted by something that happened to us in our childhood years shows up in our adult lives. So if we can, if we can honor that and learn how to move past it, it definitely shows up in our business, our relationships, in our life. So what's it like to be the person that opens that up for, for another, for an individual? Mm. It's, it's really rewarding. It's really rewarding seeing people because I think, I think a lot of people don't realize how much stuff we have stored in our bodies. So I believe that society today teaches us to suppress things and we kind of sweep them under the rug. We stuff them in the back of the closet and we just pretend they're not there. Sometimes we even forget that they're there, but I believe that that leads to physical ailments and physical ailments leads to illness. Illness leads to disease. So whenever we have a trapped emotion, it is showing up somehow, whether it's in our health, whether it's how we react to things emotionally. So for me, seeing people clear out residual junk and like reprogram their subconscious to where they're allowing joy in, they're allowing support, they're allowing love, they're allowing success. That's extremely rewarding. It's a lot of work and a lot of responsibility, (laughs) but it is very rewarding. Yeah. So after, after you're done and so what's a typical, what's a typical, do you call them sessions? Is this, would it be a session? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's a yes. typical session look like? Is it like, how long is it for instance? What's Okay. So we'll, we'll take a sound therapy session, for example. So I do, <clears throat> excuse me, I do two different types of sound therapy sessions. I do sound baths where you pretty much lay there like on a yoga mat. Like it's a group environment. You lay on a yoga mat. It's, it's very similar to just a meditation session. So you lay on a yoga mat and you are engulfed in sound and vibration. So I play crystalline Tibetan sound bowls. And so this is for someone who's just like, okay, I want a little bit of healing. I want a little bit of relaxation. They would go to a sound bath. So 
The next step is a one-on-one session and you can do a one-off session like, okay, I just want to try this. And the one-on-one session, the bowls are actually on your body. So it's activating the lymphatic system and the vibration is releasing the trapped emotions from your body. So this is where it gets a little like, People, people find this interesting because we store everything in our body. So for example, grief is stored in our knees. So if I have a, a Tibetan sound bowl that's vibrating on your knee, it could release some grief that was stored in your knee. So our body is constantly communicating with us and, and telling us like, hey, you need to heal this. Hey, I need this. Or hey, pay attention to this. But we're programmed to silence that and we become disconnected from our bodies because we're, we're in autopilot and we're constantly numbing. People numb with drugs, alcohol, shopping, gambling, porn, all, all types of things. So a lot of what I do is helping people connect back to their body. So the one-on-one sessions brings you back into your body. It calms your nervous system and it allows you to feel what's going on in your body and release whatever is no longer serving you. So if someone is like, okay, this was amazing. This was a magical experience. I have clarity that I haven't had in years, which is something I hear all the time. Then they can work with me where we actually go through each chakra to balance and clean out every single chakra. So they're just fully aligned and everything is operating in harmony. So is there, (laughs) I feel like I said a lot and you're like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I'm trying to process all that. Um, I want to try it. Um, You should, it's really powerful. It almost, it's one of those things where I may, maybe I'm wrong, but from, from my mind, conceptually, I get it, but I think to, to, to experience it, would just be like a whole other level experience. Yeah, it it really is a powerful experience. And I can tell you, so from a scientific standpoint, if you look at, uh, okay, so we have five different brain waves. And what the sound therapy does is it takes you into a theta state. So that's one of our brain waves, theta brain wave. And that is the state that is between your conscious and subconscious. So if you have a block or you have... Uh, an emotion or pain or trauma that's stored in your subconscious, because you're going into that theta state, it allows you to reprogram that thought and release it so you can replace it with something positive. You can replace it with something that is loving. Like basically that's mostly what I do is try to replace any negative or painful thought with love. And then if you focus on the esoteric version of it, it's balancing your chakras. It's it's releasing any emotions that are causing blocks and causing that upper limit. So for people who don't believe in chakras <laughs> or they're not convinced, there is a lot of scientific benefits of it. And you can like, there's, there's doctors that measure your nervous system because we're in a constant state of fight or flight. So they're able to see like fight or flight. And then after a session, it's calmed your nervous system and it's aligned your body. So our bodies are designed to heal themselves, but we are, we're inundated with information and and technology is sending off like, like EMF and we have so much going on that we're not 
healing ourselves naturally the way we should be because of all of our electronic devices, all of the notifications. We're not taking a moment to like pause and be still to give our brains time to reset. So what this session does is it resets your body. It's a reset. Just like you reset your computer, you reset your phone. It's resetting and recharging your body so your body can heal itself. So if someone's like, okay, I just need a quick reset. I can do that. If someone's like, okay, we need to get in there and like really clean some stuff up, then we can get in there and really clean up every single chakra and help them heal anything that they feel like is preventing them from, from gaining the, the life that they truly desire. So the, the reset thing is, um, I love that you use that or use that word is it reminded me it's something I heard not long ago. Um, we do, we, we get bombarded, right? with all sorts of things and we feel and you know, people feel stressed or anxious and suddenly they can't concentrate or focus and somebody compared it just like you well you compared it to a computer like if your computer jams up what's the first thing anybody's going to tell you to do shut it down right reset like, it. Mm-hmm. just re reset it. let the thing go quiet for for a few moments and and then bring it back up and i think the our brains are the same way we we need just that mm-hmm quiet um and we need to quiet the brain um so so yeah and now i'm just i got quiet there because i'm just thinking of all the different ways we that that unravels um so once when this happens then and you and and people get to to the state and they're ready to uh, you know sort of releasing the the whatever's got them blocked and we're replacing with love What's the conversation that takes place? Is there is there a back and forth between you and your clients or how does how does that progress? So if it's a one off session, usually they they share with me at the end how they're feeling. If I'm doing a group sound bath, we always do a check in at the end. And, you know, I give them an opportunity to share anything that came up for them. Some people want to share because they're like, wow, this was profound. And then some people want to sit with it and and kind of marinate on what comes up for them. So everyone is different. And I'm someone where I allow people to go at their own pace because I I have done some trauma training where you don't want to force someone to talk about something they're not comfortable to talk talk about or force them to to heal before they're ready to open up that Pandora's box. So I allow people to go at their own rate that they feel comfortable. So at the end of a session, sometimes people are, they want to share because they're like, wow, this was profound. This came up. I thought about something that I hadn't thought about in years, or I feel relief in my back that I haven't felt in a long time. Like I've had people where they're, they had like a, they described it as like a popping, but sometimes when we're stressed, we, we clench our jaw. And so releasing stress from your jaw. And I think that anxiety is at an all time high. So people's anxiety is, is massively reduced. So stuff like that. So people are just like, wow, like I haven't felt this, this sense of relief in a really long time. So sometimes they want to share. Sometimes they have questions. Sometimes they just want to go home and process. They want to go home and process everything. And, and it's really every, everybody's different. You mentioned a group sound bath. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you have a studio? 
I work out of a studio, Bella Prana Yoga and Meditation in Tampa, Florida. Okay. And um, I'll come back to what you ended up with, but so is it like going to going to a yoga class, for instance? You just everybody is, is in a room and and they do a sound bath together. And I would imagine, like, at, when that ends, as you just described, you have to leave space for who knows what's going to come up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we definitely do check-ins at the end. And I also do virtual sessions. So if someone isn't in Florida and they're interested, I do virtual sessions as well. And I create meditations. You've listened to one of my meditations, I, right? I have. So yeah. And, and <laughs> you, yes, I have. We can come back to that if you like. But, okay. <laughs> go ahead. With you, you're saying that so you do virtual sessions. Yeah, I do virtual sessions as well. So my virtual sessions are are one on one. So I would play the the bowls. You receive the recording at the end. But I do think that being in person, if you have an opportunity to do it in person, is more powerful because the vibration is actually like our our body is all energy, and our cells are constantly moving. So being in a room with the vibrations, it is rejuvenating everything. Like. Like it takes you into that theta state and you just leave feeling so zen and so refreshed. And if you do a one-on-one session where the bowls are actually on the body, that is activating your lymphatic system. So it's also detoxing. So in addition to emotional benefits, it also has physical benefits. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had sent something out like a kind of, I'll call it a sampling, if you will, of your um, mm-hmm. virtual sessions. Um, and it's like an eight minute um, good vibes, uh, I don't know, meditation. Would that, uh, for, yeah. that's my word. Yeah. Um, interestingly, <laughs> you, and tell me if this is normal or if I'm just tired, but usually about the time we get to the um, third eye chakra, like I don't necessarily remember that I'm kind of drifting off. Is that is that normal or? Yes, yes. So it's it's taking you into the theta state. So because a lot of people are not familiar with the terminology, I I usually get someone that says something like, "Well, I I know I wasn't sleep, but I kind of felt like I was like drifting off, or like, but it, but I wasn't sleep." but I wasn't awake. And so they're kind of in that in between. Like I hear that, (laughs) I hear that all the time, but that's what it's doing. It's taking you into that theta state, but that's where the magic happens. That's where the healing happens. So every time you do that, it's entrainment. Like if someone is like, "Mm, I can't really meditate, it's hard for me, but they, they start practicing, they'll go into the theta state faster. So soon when a person is like, a more experienced meditator, they can get into that theta state faster and hold it and and be there longer without resistance. Cause it's really us resisting. We're so used to being alert because we have a society of like FOMO, like you don't want to miss anything. So people are like, like, am I getting an email? What time is it? I have to do this. I have to do that. So it, it, they resist the process, but the more and more you listen to it. And the one that I sent out was like a quick one. I, it was, it was under 10 minutes. But my sessions, like if you work with me in person, are at least an hour. So an hour to 75 minutes, sometimes 90 minutes. So 
the 10 minute was just like a little sampler for someone who is busy and they're like, well, I don't have an hour to dedicate to this or, or I don't even have 30 minutes to dedicate to it. So just seeing how powerful just that 10 minutes is to kind of pique their interest. Like, I wonder how it'll feel if I do 30 minutes or if I do an hour. So that was the purpose of, of the 10 minute one. So a quick 10 minute check-in alignment first thing in the morning to set, to set the tone for your day. So you're operating from a place of alignment. Cool. You, so you mentioned practicing meditation. Um, and, and even that sample you sent out, it's short, it's bite-sized. So what would, what did, what advice would you give the, 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 the average person out there that's, you know, gets up in the morning, they've got kids to get after school, they're, they're, they've got work. Like, how do you even begin the practice of meditation, whether, whether it's with your methodology or not? What would you tell somebody that's like, A, do I really need this? And B, how would I even get started? Yeah. So that is why I created that 10 minutes because a lot of people are like, I don't have time. I can't do this. I have a business. I have a job. I have children. I have a partner. I have a fur baby. So 10 minutes, dedicate 10 minutes. So if you need to set your alarm, let's say you get up at 7 a.m. If you need to set your alarm at 6.45 to dedicate 10 minutes to meditating, and that specific meditation takes you through some breath work, which is really powerful. We're very shallow breathers naturally, so our like certain parts of our bodies aren't getting enough oxygen, for example. So the deep breathing first thing in the morning is going to help balance your body. It's going to alkalinize. Uh, Alkaline, <laughs> alkalinize, I can't even say it right, but it'll help with, with your alkaline level in your body. <laughs> and it's going to impact your energy. And when you are vibrating high, you're going to attract more positivity into your life and better situations. Do you, do you know if, how they say, if you stub your toe in the morning, like it sets the tone for your whole day. And then like everything just seems like it's, kind of a shit show from there. Sorry if I'm not allowed to curse, but this is setting the tone in a positive manner so you can attract positive things to you. So I would say if you have to set your alarm for 10, 15 minutes ahead of time, do so. Do this first thing in the morning before you check your email, before you check social media and do it for seven to 14 days and just pay attention and I like how John Maxwell says, like he lived intentionally, like be intentional in your day, pay attention every single day, how things are going, how your energy feels, how your body feels, how people are responding to you. Because when you are vibrating high and you you're magnetic, people respond to you differently. So do it for seven to 14 days and just pay attention to how it impacts your life. And if you're like, wow, this is amazing then do more. Try 20 minutes, try 30 minutes, try a full hour session with me, that kind of thing. And then you'll see how your life shifts. So what came to mind, it reminds me of a conversation I had. What I heard was just get started. Like if, if nothing else, get find a 10 minute block. It doesn't have to be a, a 30 minute or 40 minute or an hour, but find a snippet of time and just begin the practice and start strengthening, um, strengthening the, the meditation muscle and creating a habit out of it. Um, a few years back, and I share this story pretty frequently because I think it, you know, whether it's 
whether it's mindfulness or physical fitness or making good food choices, I think it's applicable. We just need to start at some level. Um, I had a, a mentor a few years back asked me um, quite well, seven, eight years now. Like he said, Todd, how are you doing in your prayer time, in your quiet time with God? And I said, well, not man, you know, not real good. I can never seem to, to just block out, you know, 30 minutes of time. And he paused for a minute and he said, well, man, do you think you could block out five minutes of time to talk to God? And it was just kind of this, like this <laughs> slap in the face, like, well, well, yeah, of course I can find five minutes. But it was it was that realization, like it doesn't have to be this monumentous effort to begin with. Just begin and let let the practice of, of meditation, of, of mindfulness, strengthen itself until it becomes ingrained. Exactly. Exactly. So with um, with COVID-19 and the pandemic, what has that done? What, what's the effects you've seen on your business? <clears throat> yeah, COVID was difficult. So I wasn't able to see people in person, obviously, for a while. So living in Florida, I can now. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... For a while, I was able, I was only able to do virtual sessions. So I'm grateful for that, being able to mm -hmm. do virtual sessions, but it definitely was an impact not being able to see people in person. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you seeing in your, in your clients as a result of things that they might have, um, as a result of the pandemic and the effects it's had on them? Anything, anything noticeable, um, or that stands out? I think that, that the stress level and anxiety level was a lot higher. So I was actually doing donation only like live sessions on Facebook just to help people because people were in a state of fear. So everything was heightened. Like any fear you had was heightened. Any anxiety you had was heightened. So I was doing, I was doing sessions. Like I, believe three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just to help people with the level of anxiety and stress and worry they had. That's awesome that you did that. Not that everybody has that stress and anxiety, but <laughs> that was gracious. Of Thank you. you. So what do you, as you look forward to the next, to the coming year, what are you most excited about uh, as far as, you know, what's, what's in front of you? What can we be looking for? Oh my goodness. So I am going to be doing some retreats. So if someone doesn't live in Florida, but they want to come and experience a session, they can come in person. Now, obviously, once things are kind of calm with COVID, <laughs> but with the vaccination, like I feel like a lot of people are feeling a lot more comfortable to travel. So I'm planning some retreats. I'm writing a book and I am also launching a company for practitioners. So if you're like, Hmm, this actually sounds like a healing modality that I enjoy adding to my repertoire. I'm starting a company, so it's support and resources for sound healers and practitioners because I think it's a really powerful healing modality. And I want to see as many people using it as possible. So, people that are in yoga studios, I work <clears throat> at a rehab facility as well. So it's, it's doing wonders for people that are recovering from addiction. It's great for schools because it helps enhance cognitive function. So really great for kids if they're taking tests 
or have any attention problems. Like there are so many benefits. I want to see as many people offering this healing modality and as many people have knowledge about it as possible. So I'm launching a company just helping support other practitioners. Fantastic. So what's what's the name of the book? Do you have a title um, determined? I do, but I don't know if I want to share it yet. We'll keep keep it on the down low. But I I will tell you, I will tell you it's all about the theta state. I, I will tell you that. So all about, because that, that is where the power happens. So if you know anyone that does like hypnosis, theta healing, uh, NLP, it takes you into that theta state. So a lot of healing modalities are all built around the theta state. So the book is about that theta state. So I'll just give you a little, a little sneak peek about that. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited for that. Um, do you, you still do, um, do you still do the uh, the aerial work? Do you practice yourself still? I play sometimes, but just here and there. I have a friend that has an outdoor rig and she'll like, we'll set it up at the beach and just kind of like play, but I'm definitely not in the same shape I was when I owned a studio. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's still fun to get on and, and, you know, our body has muscle memory. So I'm able to bust out a few tricks when I do get on it. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, so for our listeners that would like to connect with you to either maybe learn more about you, schedule a session, or, or just to connect with you via uh, podcast, et cetera, what's the best way to find you? I am all over social media, but you can find all of my links on my website, which is niaje.com. So N-I-A-J-A-E.com. So you can find my podcast, which is named Abundance Hack, but there's a link right on my website for that. You can find my services and everything from my website. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. So definitely go follow me and like my page on, on Facebook. So yeah, it's, it's not hard to find me. My name is unique and the purple hair you can't miss me so <laughs> <laughs> fantastic Niaze thank you so much for being on I, I, I what a gift to, to have you share with us and just a gift of your time so thank you so much and and listeners uh, thanks so much for tuning in uh, hopefully you found some value in this please reach out to Niaze via her website connect with her um, I think there'll be just immense benefit for you in doing that and, and trying out the, the sound therapy practices that she offers Hey, can't wait to see you back here next time. Until then, remember whatever whatever dreams you have, whatever aspirations uh, that you have in front of you, remember you can. I believe in you. Until next time, peace. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.